0: benders alike. Welcome to Braving the Elements, Nickelodeon's podcast about all things Avatarverse. I'm Janet Varney.
1: And I'm Dante Bosco. And I have to say this episode has been a long time coming, Varney. It
0: has indeed, my friend. I mean, considering that we became aware of the wonderful folks that we're talking to today all the way back in, I think, I want to say 2020, right, when Braving the Elements was was in the works, but like a very long time from our first episode even premiering.
1: And these two gave us something delightful during what I'm sure we all can agree. It was a pretty rough time in the world. I mean, 2020. Yeah. And there was a lot going on, Barney.
0: Yes, 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 my friend. And I, I would say that's one of the awesome things about these two in particular, putting some joy out into the world, right? Especially as, it, as regards the Avatarverse, because that's something that you and I hear all the time about the world of Avatar, is that it's bringing people comfort, it's bringing people laughter, it's bringing people a sense of feeling seen, and that happens often when people really need it the most. And that year, oh, we all needed it the most.
1: Most definitely. But these... Guest of ours on the show today, they created something actually that didn't come directly from the OG Avatar verse per se, but instead was content inspired by and contributing to the Avatar. First, fandom and the world at large.
0: Well, you know what? I'm, we got to bring him in because I, I feel like I've already dragged this out way too long. <laughs> We've teased <laughs> it out. We got to bring him into the conversation. Please join us in welcoming our guests singer, songwriter, Catherine Lynn Rose, and composer, arranger, and content creator, Daniel Mertzlove.
1: Hello, friends. What's up, you guys? Hi. Welcome to the show joining us for this Avatar talk. Thanks for having
2: us. I'm so excited to be here. I can't even tell you. <laughs> this
0: is surreal. Well, now that you're here, yeah, we can make you feel totally awkward by saying what I was about to say, which was like, and I say this with all love for all the people who put little things together, big things together, but like as a huge Avatar fan myself, Had I been, like, thinking about, like, oh, just, like, dash off a little, like, fun, quick tribute to Avatar in some way, and then I saw one of what you two did, I would be like, I actually might hold off and let this have its, like, space to breathe for a while, because it was so impressive, You both did amazing musical interpretations of Avatar, The Last Airbender. We want to hear how you guys met. There's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. But you both have had this amazing presence on TikTok, YouTube. You focus on slightly different things sometimes, but there's an amazing overlay. I mean, how did you two meet? Did you meet through this?
3: Yeah, actually, we met through TikTok. It was really cool. We kind of saw each other's videos scrolling. I remember I was obsessed with Dan's um, Avatar inspired songs, especially with Joshua. Um, And yeah, that's how we met.
2: Yeah. And right at the beginning of the pandemic, thankfully, Netflix decided to re-release Avatar, which it does, you know, every like three or four years. And it's I'm secretly an old man for TikTok. I'm 29. So I was Aang's age when it originally came out. So the show's been with me for many iterations in my life. And I always go back and rewatch it. And it was so exciting to see all of these young people who had never experienced it before, see it for the first time. And also, as you said, in such like a difficult um, time for all of us. Um, yeah. And I'd been thinking about, you know, wanting to write music for an Avatar musical and I was sitting at home doing nothing. So I finally had time to. Um, and decided to put some of that out there. And as I was like re watching some of them, I actually saw Catherine, you posted on The Girls of Bossing Say, which was the very first one I ever posted. And then we connected from there and have worked on multiple things together since then as well.
0: That's so rad. And also, just like you both come off as being super laid back. Yet you also seem like you must have been so perfectionistic about the process of writing and producing and creating and recording. I mean, I'm not saying anything new. And I'm also I sound like an 11-year-old woman when I say this. But like that's one of the amazing things about TikTok is that you can offer up something so sophisticated on one hand. And then you balance it out with like being uber cash, like holding something over your face to be Zuko Scar. Um, I think that is one of the things that's so cool and makes it so exciting. So as much as I joked about being super intimidated, I feel like the reason it got millions and millions of likes is that people still felt welcomed into it. It wasn't that you were like, hey look at us. Like, look at what we did. Aren't we amazing? You're like, hey, we did this thing. I don't know. Like, you guys like it? And I think that that really paid off. And again, has that vibe. It's like, that's Aang's vibe. That's Katara's vibe. That's Sokka's vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: No, for sure. Uh, these avatar TikToks were actually like some of the first couple songs I wrote. So I just love how TikTok, you really don't need to be the world's greatest composer. You can just post whatever you want. I Posted some songs I thought were fun that I just sat in my room writing them on my parents' iPad and saying how far they've come.
1: I love, you know, we're part of this great show, me and Janet, but, you know, something that we did. But when you know it's a success, when the fans, our show becomes their show, like it becomes your show. It becomes so much so your show that it inspires you, which this whole episode's about being inspired by something and then creating things because it's, it's it's genuinely your show. These are your characters. It belongs as much to you as fans as it does to us as some of the artists that helped
2: create it. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all super fans. Like everyone who was posting that content is just super fans. And I thought what I was writing was funny. And I've always imagined Uncle Iroh having a huge dance number because of course, when he sings the Girls of Vossing" say, which we see on the show, it would inspire the entire town to start singing, which is what that original one that I posted was. Um, And it's like, I thought it was funny, and I hoped other people did. And it's truly just amazing to see how incredible this fandom is. So I bought uh, the DVDs my freshman year of college, and I was so obsessed with the show. I was like, I need a physical copy, so even if it disappears forever, I will always have something to hold on to because it's so important to me. And the fact that it didn't, and now has had this like revival over and over and over again and with Korra, because that was pre-Korra at the time, um, it's just... Yeah, you know, at the end of the day we're super fans. So I'm actually a classically trained composer. I went to college for like classical composition. Um but I've always been a musical theater nerd and then have been working in New York um for the last like 7 years doing uh musical theater and uh, arranging and music directing and stuff. But it was truly the pandemic that gave me the opportunity to like not be constantly working and be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to spend days working with a couple of my friends to write a song for Zuko because why not? Like I have so much time. Um, And that's like one of my favorite ones that that we did was Zuko.
1: Zuko needs some music in his (laughs) life.
2: It's true. And Zuko is Hamilton in my mind. Like it could just be like basically that same show. So um, (laughs) we took the inspiration from that. Um, But it was fun to be like, why not? Like we have the time and I've always wanted to. So then, you know, and as I've been working since then, it's been uh, harder to spend the time making all that content. But it was really fun to revisit all of this and also see, like, I found animatics I'd never seen before of people who must have discovered it, like, after we posted. So it's been such a joy jumping back into it.
0: Catherine, what about you? Tell us about your history a little bit. I am a theater
3: kid wow big surprise (laughs) i did lots of musicals in high school but i never really got into writing until covid um yeah uh like most people when covid hit and we're all stuck at home i watched a lot of netflix and my friends were all telling me to watch avatar the last airbender and i was like what is this show this looks cute um and i just loved how it you know used um, Asian culture and it still was able to appeal to like a Western audience. Um, growing up, I never really felt like I had any Asian representation, especially in musical theater growing up. And so I was like, one, Asian representation in musical theater. Two, anything I see on TV needs to be a musical because that's how my theater kid brain works. And so <laughs> that's how I started writing these funnel, songs on TikTok. And yeah, that's kind of how I started getting into musical theater songwriting, I guess. And now I'm still dabbling in that, trying to get better. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. I just need to let it sink in for a second that you didn't even start writing music until COVID.
2: <laughs> Talk about, it makes me feel so I mean, old. Nobody <laughs>
0: wanted COVID, but like, there's some artistic, just genius that came out of it that people really just... It's true that people sort of went, I don't know, how about this? Like, I guess now's the time. Like, is this the universe encouraging some of us to put uh, something down and just, like, go for it and not feel like the way in which we're going to be exposed doesn't seem as scary somehow because the whole world had turned upside down? I don't know. I love it. Yeah, and that's why I love TikTok. It's just, it's so casual. You can just throw stuff out there.
3: Like, I was like, ugh. I don't know how to write, but here's a song. And people were like, wow, cool. And I was like, wow, awesome.
2: (laughs) Well, and I will never forget the first time I heard Friend or Foe, which is my favorite one by Catherine for this. And I I was like, who is this person? I need to quit writing. I'm just done. Like, it's not even worth (laughs) trying. Someone this young who's this talented. And like, I never would have thought to write a song for Azula and her crew at that moment. And it's just so perfect and so brilliant for how... Where Azula is at that moment? I was like, I'm I'm quitting. Like, I'm done. <laughs> it, she, musical theater is fine in is their that hands. that how
0: you met? You met by reaching out and saying, hi, I just want to let you know I'm retiring. Uh, you <laughs> can go ahead and just keep doing it. Like, what is the first yeah, exchange yep. that you guys have? You did, I mean, you sort of said, but like you reached out. Uh, who reached out first? <gasps> mm-hmm. I, don't I don't even know. remember. <laughs> I think
2: who think we just, well, reached well, out
0: first? <laughs> we got to figure it out. Who reached out? Okay. So I'm so sorry. Are Let we me... writing? the
2: re- Let's do it right now. I'm at my keyboard. We like can just ru- actively myself. do the musical now.
0: <laughs> and mute forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Janet's <laughs>
0: very like,
1: musical, also okay. singer, <laughs> musician. Uh, I'm sure you've done many co- comedic singing oh, performances, no. Janet.
0: Well, I, you know. Kind of, but then I got into a band and then my voice stopped sounding like I could ever do a musical again. Like something you shred your voice if you're stupid and you are in bands and like doing live gigs and stuff. It's just totally shredded. But uh, uh, I mean it sounds I don't still know who
2: shut up. who reached out first sounds like the next great american hit who <laughs> reached out first <laughs> sounds like an old like cole porter
0: but song. seriously do you guys remember
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i do love this generation of artists that are connecting online like uh, online there's a lot of it's a whole bag of things good and bad of course but one of the great things about it is people connecting artists connecting working with each other in such a s easy flow kind of way, being inspired by the world and things like Avatar, but then also by each other and having the freedom to just like reach out. Even me through certain socials, people just kind of reach out or being able to duet somebody, and so there's there's all this crazy creativity going on in social media's like TikTok and stuff like that. So I, I love that about what's happening right now creatively.
2: There were so many people who were writing at the time, where and all of us started like commenting on each other's things. There was like a discord of all of us talking. Like, okay, is anyone writing like this scene? Okay, then I'm going to try to write this scene. We're um, oh, like, like uh, Joshua camp. Turchin. No, literally, yeah. Uh, Joshua yeah. Turchin, who we both worked on with uh, different songs on this, he duetted because I first did the "bossing say" thing at the piano, and he duetted it, adding a Zuko line. And then I was like, "Wait, this is brilliant! Who is this kid? Can I use that Zuko line? Because I'm going to like produce it." And I had like my friends uh, Sam and Gianna and Corey, like all the, we have like this whole choir. There's like 30 people, uh, well, 30 recordings, you know, on it. Um, and it was Joshua's uh, Zuko stuff, so we all were also like working together in that way, which was really, really exciting. So I don't remember specifically when Catherine and I first met, but it was like that whole group of of artists who were like just so inspired by the show. Oh,
0: I love it. Well, uh, Catherine, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your experience with Asian representation in musical theater because that is still very much a thing, right? It's still like, where is it? What's happening? Can we have more? How soon can we have more? Um, it's very exciting that uh, you know we had uh, Major Kurta on, and he's doing a K-pop musical on Broadway, and so that was like, oh yay! Like there's something, you know. Um, and so I would love to hear more from you, kind of about your experience and how your brain started going. Well, if it's not there, you got to make it.
3: Yeah. So like I said, I've been doing musicals for wow. Forever. I'm obsessed. I'm in this community theater. We would do a bunch of shows every year. It's so much fun. Um, I live in a town where there's not a ton of diversity. Um, I'm usually like the only Asian kid in the musicals that I'm in. Um, And, you know, growing up, my parents, uh, they're immigrants, Um, they would tell me, like, Catherine, I know you love performing, but really the only roles you can perform are like Mulan. So, find a backup. (laughs) And that was really disheartening to hear. Um, And yeah, as I got older, and I really looked at the shows that were on Broadway, there are shows that have um, Asian casts, but they tend to perpetuate, you know, the white savior trope, and harmful stereotypes about Asians. And it's just really hard to find something that's written by an Asian writer, composer, um, and performed by Asian actors. Um, So yeah, you know, I am... Uh, spiteful. So if it's not there, <laughs> write it yourself. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I hope I can write a full musical with, you know, an Asian lead at some point. It's on the back of my brain. I know yeah. you can. I, I know will.
1: you can for you, sure.
0: You absolutely will. Okay, we have a couple of questions. We've not prepared you at all for this. But, like, if just off the cuff... You had to think of a kind of lesser featured character in the Avatar verse, in Avatar The Last Airbender, who needs a song or who needs, you know what I mean? Or who maybe needs a whole musical speed. You could not be less worried. Look at you, Danny. You're like, "Uh, how many do you need? 10? Let me list 10 off.
2: Yeah, I was like, I already got it. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Tell us. If anyone out there happens to be an In the Heights fan, it's totally stolen from In the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah, exactly. The Pinocchio <laughs> guy—it's the Cabbage Man, of course, because he keeps a appearing. Cabbage, cabbage. Man. of yes. course, he has like a song that all he wants to do is like sell the cabbages to like make money for his family. And how he's like, "I'm now here in Bossing Say, and no one's gonna hurt my cabbages here." <laughs> and then, of course, I show up again. They do. and, and you know, it always I just imagine it <gasps> builds and builds and builds, like. To like this last chord, and then that's when it happens, and you just hear uh. the
0: My Cabbages.
2: He never gets to finish his song.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. I thought for a second you were gonna say that it he keeps having to start it over again because his cabbages which is the exact yes, opposite. Yeah. But that also is what would be amazing if like, yeah, he almost gets through a verse and then he has to start from the very beginning again.
2: Yes, love exactly. It. He like I love it's the same like twenty five seconds every time. Yes, and then you think he's gonna finish it, and he never yes. does. Except at the very, 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 <sighs> very end, he finally gets to do it. It's okay.
0: I love it. Sur- I'm totally. He survives. Catherine, I love any uh, more peripheral characters that you feel deserve songs that haven't had them yet? I was
3: going to say Cabbage Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh We're right my gosh. on, right on. It's just—it's too perfect you know
1: same brain can i pitch you guys a song about a rebel guy that always has a stock of like barley oh, in his jet. mouth named jet and he must have some kind of dark so he might have a gang he might have you know some west side story stuff he has a crew like the jets you know obviously he has his his freedom fighters and they can have a, a big dance number and we don't know if he's good or bad you know it's like a lot going on with jet i, I, I hear all kinds of minor chords
2: all kinds of stuff going on (laughs) well i I, I, that's actually really interesting because i think it would be to katara and i think the hook would be something that's like um like everything has a price or something and they're talking about like random things but it's specifically then when he turns it and does the reprise like she doesn't understand and like it's like kind of like a romantic like sexy guy song where she's like falling in love (laughs) with him but secretly it's about the fact that like you know, everything comes at a price and all of these people who are going to be destroyed by the dam getting, you know, blown up is worth the price.
0: I love it. And when you were saying that, I suddenly thought about the... You could do a whole episode about the prison and Katara's speech to the Earthbenders and the Earthbender prisoners coming together and like imagine that like cacophony of sound mm-hmm. when there's percussion and the whole prison comes alive and it's like first it's one voice then it's another voice then all the voices rise up together that whole thing could be episode the um warden could have such a great like fagany kind of song right that is like, <laughs> like this very villainous baritone. like yes <laughs> I could talk about this with you forever. I got to get on this email chain.
3: (laughs) I got to get into this
0: Discord. It's so fun.
3: Like, Avatar has so much material.
2: Well, and I think that's inherently the problem with it. I love the idea of there being an Avatar musical, but I simply don't know how you do it because there's too much good material. And you have to cut so much much from it to make it work, where I think the only way you could do it is if you essentially just did the Ember Island players. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Embrace there the camp, yeah, embrace the parody. there you go. Yeah.
3: Which would There's work? So much stuff to work with, and it's like, what do you cut?
1: I like you guys having this sprawling TikTok, the unauthorized TikTok avatar musical. That's the sprawling musical. You're hearing these numbers come here and there from characters, and you're, you're this. We know the story, so we know exactly where that song takes place. And how you guys are actually digging into certain themes even heavier than they may hit it in the show. But we all, the themes are there. And they're, what they're talking about. And the humor's there. A sprawling TikTok musical that keeps going. Because, like you said, cause it's, it's never ending.
2: So, like, there's one song that I, I need to finish one day that I always started. But, like, of course it exists. Is the Saka zuko duet about, like, you know, my girlfriend became the boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, that... That ends with Zuko just never actually singing along. Like you think he's gonna like join in, and he only the only line he ever says is "That's rough, buddy." But some <laughs> someday I'll finish that one.
1: It's pretty good. I'm like having like agony <laughs> vibes from uh, what's that one music whether the two princes are talking
0: into the woods. I'm
1: into yeah. the woods. There yeah. goes. I'm, like, I'm having an agony vibes from Into the Woods. One hundred percent. Perfect.
0: Okay, Catherine. Now is where we start pitting everybody against everybody, and not you two against <gasps> each other, but. The nations against the nations, and I say this in front of the, uh, a certain Fire Nation supporter who always gets mad when people don't go Fire Nation. But what nation do you feel lends itself best to musical numbers?
3: Hmm, that is a good
0: question. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't know what my answer is, but I really wanted to know what yours. Would I know be. my answer,
1: Varney. I know my.
0: Okay, all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not... I, I, you know what? I may agree with your answer. I mean, we're ta- <laughs> when we talk about things like Ember Island yeah. Players, when we talk about the beach, when we talk about, like, performative big festivals and stuff, like, where do we see a lot of that happening?
1: You know, you could talk a lot about the Fire Nation and all the bad stuff we've done in, 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 in the world, and we've done some very bad things, but we've <laughs> always invested a lot of money towards the arts. We always... <laughs> the Fire Nation values the arts, and we invest in our artists that's what we do that's part of our, our thing
0: that's so much better than what i thought you were going to say i thought you were going to be like we know how to party and I was gonna be like, that's not good enough that's not good enough we invest in the arts is that's a strong argument actually that's better than i thought i'm impressed i'm impressed mm. uh, Catherine, uh do you do, what do you think
3: I think I would say Earth Kingdom. I feel like there's like okay. a lot of culture, lots of different people from different backgrounds. Um, I feel like there's a lot of material to work with there and also um even in the show the background music is a lot of, you know, traditional Chinese music. Yes. There's lots of guzheng in there. I played the guzheng growing up, so maybe I'm a little bit oh, biased. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. Mhm, you can hear me playing it in some of the TikToks. <laughs> Oh, I love it. But yeah, I feel like there's just so much to work with in the Earth Kingdom.
2: Okay, Daniel, um, have you thought about it? What are you feeling? I'm going to preface this with if this if we were actively writing the 17-day-long Avatar musical, I actually think it would be <laughs> Fire Nation. I'm going to have to side with Dante because <gasps> the amount of Fire Nation characters Thank you, that would Daniel. get spe- Thank you. specific, of course, uh, <laughs> that would actually get songs is so much more than any other nation, right? Because the main characters that we're following are like the gang, but then you have Zuko will have lots of stuff. Azula will have a lot of stuff. Ira will have a lot of stuff. You're definitely going to have like a lot of stuff during battles that are by the fire nation where like, yes, they stop in the earth kingdom and you have Toph. Yes, they stop in the water kingdom. and You have Katara, but like not necessarily like all the way through. Um, And I think like the anger and the like depth of character in all of those people, um would be really interesting. Like I stand by the fact that Zuko is the singular best character arc of anything in modern
3: so good. Like
2: TV, movie, writing anything that yeah. like just his songs alone are going to be so transformative from where like the one um the back home song that we wrote for like the very beginning of book 1 to where he's going to be in the end is like that's a whole 10-day musical itself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. It's a festival. It's a 10-day-long festival that they would put on in the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, of course. <laughs> because well, they probably invest in as arts.
0: commanded by the Fire Lord, but whatever.
1: <laughs> of course, uh, you're, you're required to to see this show in the Fire Nation, for sure. Sold-out audiences every night. <laughs> the rest of the tribes in the world, they're, they're still suffering from surviving the war, so we don't know if their shows are going to be sold out or not. But ours in the Fire Nation are well-attended
2: every time. Okay, but listen, Phoenix King Productions is actually kind of lit. That is, that's (laughs) Phoenix King Productions. Phoenix King Productions presents. Come on.
0: Uh, Okay, folks at home, you better tell us on social media if you feel that the Air uh, Nomads or the Water Tribe shows up and could have also their own musicals and are are, are we all wrong because i'm kind of leaning towards earth also so i'm feeling sad because i feel like we need some more nomad and water love so please tell us on social media what songs would you write about being there
1: varney the air nomads a lot of wind instruments you know, <laughs> sure wind instruments a lot of brass <laughs> a lot, lot of, of wind saxophone lot stuff lot not a lot winds. of people up there doing they're doing a lot of just you know airy stuff <laughs> The Water Tribe is very cold. Uh-huh. Very Ethereal. Very cold down Ethereal. there.
3: When writing a lot of my songs, I would like use woodwinds for the Air Nomads and strings for Water Tribe and percussion for That's Earth so Kingdom sweet. and then brass for Fire nice. Nation. So it would be like the Four Nations
1: create a whole orchestra. So cute.
0: <laughs> I wish Jer- Jeremy Zuckerman were here for this because he would love to nerd out <laughs> with you on that.
1: Yeah. Ugh. You guys are creating music yeah. for the world. Let me ask you because there is there is music in the actual world of Avatar with Uncle Iroh singing and, you know, there's certain things that become legendary songs that come from very simple, like very small, small part of the world, but the music is there. So it's kind of cool how, you know, do you guys incorporate some of these things? I, Catherine, you already said you you incorporate some of the music and sounds that you heard in the Earth Kingdom. Is Did the music affect you guys at all? when watching the show the first time around.
0: Daniel built off of existing Mm -hmm. music. That was Mm -hmm. one of the first things we saw from you, which again was like, it's so bold. And I don't mean that in like a a look at you way. I just mean like, I, that's so impressive to me because that's the kind of thing that the voice in my head is like, Oh, don't do that. Like, what if someone's critical of you? What if one person is critical of you and a thousand people are nice? You'll only remember that one person. And it's so dumb. It's just silly. You know what I mean? And and look, what if you had not done it? What if both of you had not done it? You know that makes my heart so sad. So it's very inspiring to go, gosh, just do it. Like, quiet those voices. What are we doing? You know,
2: absolutely. Well, and but especially with like, um, it's a long, long way to Bossing say. Like, there's no way that that's the end of that song. You know, what yes. I mean? like there has to be something. Give it
0: what it like, needs. Yeah,
2: exactly. And yeah, like Jeremy's score is just so so incredible, and like. I think of so many moments, but especially in the finale, like some of those things are so beautiful visually, but without the score, like, you know, it elevates that, especially the choices that were made in the Katara Azula fight musically. Mm -hmm. I just like blow my mind or I will never forget The first time I was watching Korra and I finally heard the Avatar theme when she entered the Avatar state at the end of season one and just like started weeping because I didn't know how much I was missing the connection that she Mm. also didn't have. And the storytelling of that, it just is absolutely absurd to me. Like, yeah, he's incredible, uh, just a composer.
3: Yeah, I love sneaking in some little motifs here and there. It's like a little Easter egg. Um, You know, the... Uh, Avatar's love motif, the little doom-doom-doom-doom on the little kalimba. I based In the Clouds. I, there's the kalimbas in there, but also the main melody of my song In the Clouds, which is a little ballad that Aang sings to Katara when he's like flying an appa. He's like, I just want to be a kid. Um, the main melody of that is In the Clouds. It's the same notes. Um, and Also in yeah. like balance and eye of the storm a bunch of these songs i wrote um i sneak in like the avatar theme The this is great singing you guys are getting here (laughs) Um. top tier quality let's go (laughs) but yeah i just love you know sneaking in these little moments like if you recognize it you recognize it if you don't whatever but it's just so fun yeah um i even snuck in some cora into balance with the arhu cora oh The
0: score makes me cry. Jeremy Zuckerman. (sighs) So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. He's something else. And he loves what, just like Dante was talking about with spinning off and seeing what people take and make their own. You know, he loves that. Like, he loves that people take it and riff on it and build from it and Easter egg it and all of that. It's like. You know, it's so fun to hear him say, like, gosh, when we were, you know, living together as roommates like Brian and Jeremy, like, who knew that there would be a million covers even, you know, from years ago of people singing Secret Tunnel in all these different ways or The Cave of Two Lovers. Like, you know, it just like Tale of Two Lovers. Yeah, like, (laughs) like, like hard rock, metal, rap, like, (laughs) it's choir, you know, like everybody wants to take their turn. And I thank goodness for it because it's so amazing. We definitely want to make sure we leave time for our big questions that, Dante, you can lead everyone in doing. But before we do that, um, I just wanted to ask, and I, this is, I'm going to start with you, Dante, even though I feel like I fully know the answer. But you, Dante, get to sing a duet with a character from Avatar. What character would you want to sing with?
1: Katara. Katara. I think there's a Zuko <laughs> <Okay>. Katara song.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: That we didn't really. Get I would to love to write Zutara. that song, and I know exactly what it is.
1: <laughs> the Zutara song. That's what I. I mean, it Zutara song. You know.
0: <laughs> that's not what I thought. I really thought you were going to say Jet because you love Jet so much.
1: I think there's a Zutara song in there. I mean, obviously it doesn't happen, but I think that's part of the song. Is like something that yeah could have been but didn't happen. But it we have to go delicately into it, not to upset katangers and whatnot or upset the canon, but you know, know that we all know sometimes you meet people that it could have went one way. It went a different way. And that's cool. We're great with it. Yeah. But yeah, there was a possibility for one small moment in the cave that it could have went a different
2: way.
3: Oh, I love that. The little green crystal yeah. cave. Daniel,
2: you know what I'm I talking about. It. Oh, I ship it so hard. Come on. It's <laughs> it's called like like um stay with me just this moment. Live in our f- flame right you know something like that but it's like just like a, yes. the moment oh. like the moment in time like yeah. you know like yes. feels, yeah yeah 100 percent. and then it's okay that it. they don't end up together but we want this yeah we want that can
1: slide. only last as long as the flame it can only last as long as this fire it <laughs> is what it is and it's
2: it's a fleeting moment <gasps> it's around a fire yeah. it's around yeah. the fire as it's about to die and <gasps> it's like yes our moment oh. is oh incredible incredible oh, i love we that we can still
1: enjoy this fire
3: oh Who's yeah. taking notes? <laughs>
2: there it is. That's perfect. That's
1: there it is.
0: Okay. Catherine, you as Catherine get dropped into the Avatar verse as yourself and you get to sing a song with an Avatar character. Who do you pick?
3: Oh my gosh. Okay. I love Azula. She's my favorite. But I feel like if I sang a duet with her, she oh would just, goodness. like, outbelt me in every way and just, uh-huh. like...
0: Yeah, she'd be, like, pushing you. She'd be, like, I'm pushing you back.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be, like, oh, <laughs> oh did you trip princess? So am Oh, sorry. my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Oh, I would, say, I would say Katara. I feel like we could have a cute little, you know, like, um, Barbie moment, like, with little princess voices, just sing a little cute little duet. Um, I love Katara. Love She's so sweet and so kind. I... Love her so much. But Gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> Daniel.
2: You know, I'm very surprised by this answer, but I actually think I would love to, like, chill, have a cup of tea, and, like, sit with, like, a, a guitar and, like, piano, and, like, jam with Iroh. Like, I think that we'd have a great time.
0: Great. Yes. That'd be so fun. And so Literally. Yes. I like what it. a vibe, yeah. I'm, now I'm scared someone's going to ask me cuz I genuinely have an absolutely Varney, no idea. Get, and let's of finish I'm, it like, up, Barney. myself to come up with something super obscure. <laughs> <laughs> like oh gosh, I didn't think about it. I truly didn't think about it. I'm very interested in this, like these peripheral characters who are big and bold and you just have them for an episode or two and then they're gone. Like the idea of having that person where you know what I'm talking about at the end of the musical, of course, everyone's saving the most applause for the two leads, but there's that person who comes out like sixth from first. Do you know what I mean? It's like number six and then there's still five, four, three, two, one, but number six gets a roar of applause their part wasn't that big but everyone loved that character like i want to sing with that character
2: can i throw one out for you
0: please please
2: i want a cora and a varick duet
0: <gasps> oh i would be i want listen i want a janet and a varick duet and by the way, while we're at it i want a janet and a john michael higgins duet because we do improv together and the idea of getting to like turn that into song is like because every day that I recorded with him, I would be crying with laughter. It doesn't matter. He's one of those people who could, they could write anything for him. And somehow the line would be so funny coming out of his mouth. So I would love a Duet with Varric in any I feel of like it's like,
2: you know, sisters from White Christmas. I feel like it's like, two unlikely pals going, <laughs> yeah. out, you know what I mean? Like- yeah, it's
0: a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit like old school, like, hey, hey, we're being a little campy, but like, that's exactly what you want. Exactly. I absolutely love it. I'm totally sold. Okay. Dante, let's get into it. Let's find out the big questions. Lead us off.
1: Yes. So the big questions that we ask all our our guests here on the podcast, and we'll start with, you know, we go back to the show and we have all these great hybrid animals throughout the show. What is your favorite hybrid animal in the (gasps) Avatarverse?
3: Turtle ducks. They're so cute. Yes. I want a turtle duck plushie so badly. They're adorable. And Azula throwing rocks. Um, <laughs> Azula, I love you, but like, don't hurt my
0: turtle ducks. Yeah. They're so cute. Don't hurt those turtle ducks.
1: The turtle ducks.
0: Uh oh, someone walked away to get something. So <laughs> there he oh, uh, is, Appa. Uh, here he is on my I shirt. I gotta say, flying bison. Yes.
2: Yes. Um, a... My Appa. How can you oh, not? Oh my gosh.
0: On my is bed. he back there,
3: too?
2: Appa oh, needs a song. Of course he
0: is. I also have one. I mean, I do love some, <laughs> some Appa. But, he's so cute. Um, great choices. Great choices. What else you got, Bosco? Oh, no. Bosco's got... Who knows <laughs> what he's to get? He just comes back with three fireballs. Anyway, <laughs> starts juggling them.
1: <laughs> one of my... One of my <gasps> latest <gasps> finds.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah, where's my turtle duck? My
1: crochet turtle duck.
0: <laughs> I have a crochet turtle duck also. Yeah, we get some, the cutest oh. handmade, like, knit stuff. The and, like, greatest the stuff that I know. So, in, I love so, this guy. So He's on my show. Yeah. yeah. so good. That's so cute. All right, cute. what else you got for him, bud?
1: Now, another big one, and it could be controversial, but who do you ship from the Avatarverse?
0: I mean, I feel like we got... We got a pretty strong Zutara from Daniel earlier, but maybe you got (laughs) some other ships in there that you really support.
3: I love Sokka (laughs) and Suki. They're adorable. I love that Sokka's like, I'm a man. And Suki's like, I'm going to change you. And then they both come out of it better people. And they're just so good for each other. And they're so cute and healthy. And I love them.
1: Oh. I know. They are a pretty healthy relationship. Yeah. It's great. We're just
0: getting ready great. to to do The Serpent's Pass, so I was just watching that today before we got on, so it's mm. very fresh in my mind. Like, all of the little vignettes in that episode that are all, by the way, could all have their own singing moments, because there's so much tenderness in that episode and vulnerability, and it's like spotlight on Aang and Katara, spotlight on Suki and Sokka, spotlight on Iroh, and Smeller B. Like, no. that whole episode could be a bunch of songs. I love Sokka and Suki, too. I I know you ship Zutara, Daniel. Do you have any other ships that you uh, are particularly excited about?
2: I mean, Katara and Jet. I love that for her. Like I do. He's a bad guy, but like he's hot. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> like yeah. When I was like 11, and I was like, yes.
1: Perfect. Now I have a big question. The big question that we ask everybody, and it's very important now for people that are listening to podcasts. Daniel is wearing an Air Nomad jersey. That doesn't moment.
0: necessarily mean anything that doesn't he necessarily could mean anything, represent all but, different. Yeah.
1: But the question we ask everyone, we have to ask everyone is, what kind of bender
2: would you be? I, you know, this is a question that I've struggled with for many years and I finally realized why. And it's because I identify as Aang. Like, like I said, I was literally Aang's age when it first came out. So sure. I was like always identifying with Aang. But I'm not really an airbender. I'm a little too aggressive and angry of a person, and I've like now accepted the fact that I'm actually a firebender, and I'm a very proud firebender. <gasps> But, what a uh, twist. You know. yes.
0: What a yes. twist.
2: But like if I'm Aang, then I can do both. So <laughs> You can. True. I was going to well, say what
0: you're describing is like Avatar State Aang, right? <laughs> like season one, early season two Avatar State Aang. Like, I mean, he ain't happy.
1: <laughs> no. I, yeah, Aang has a, lot, a dark side to him for sure. Yeah. to get through. Yeah.
2: But I also, yeah, I, I don't think I'm, I'd ever have the uh, the discipline. Like I would totally be Korra in, when she's trying to learn airbending. Like I said, I could not. No, I can't do it. <laughs>
0: Oh, I have to tell myself be the leaf every day. Like every day, there's something that I'm like, take a breath, be the leaf, don't do this. Catherine, what about you? Lots of fire. I
3: also think I would be a firebender. I'm just what? like, I feel like this fire is your favorite the episode today, of Breaking the Elements of all time.
1: Fire Nation <laughs> in the house.
3: I'm like, I'm a pretty ambitious person. I do everything out of spite. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also I love Azula. I just want to be her. <laughs> yeah. Is it a coincidence that my hair is the color of her fire? Mm. <gasps> I know. I'm gonna say you have blue hair. <laughs> yeah. blue lightning. Blue hair. Oh, blue fire hair. She I is love so cool. It. Maybe not the best person, She's but so cool. she is so cool. <laughs> She's my
1: favorite. Oh, oh also to and, be and clear
2: she's the best and she's a queer icon and i will stand by that like she is an amazing character i'm obsessed with her in every way Mm -hmm. yeah i love her i hate her but i love
3: (laughs) i (laughs) I love her character so much that's why i I was like i need to write friend or foe um there's just so much going on there azula girl you okay but yeah i would be Bender. look at us go i love it
0: dante look at that look at that smile <laughs> I, wish could see this smile.
1: I mean, Varney, so I've been telling you, contrary to popular belief, there you know the Fire Nation is a lot of good people. The
0: every fire time, every time we do a live event, you're like, okay, let me see how many. Ooh, we have got some Air Nomads in the house, and it's like, woo! And you're like, how about Waterbenders? And they're like, yeah! And they're like, Earthbenders. It's like, woo, And then you're like, and uh, I don't know, am I forgetting anybody? Any <laughs> in the house, and it's like, whoa! <laughs> the speakers break. And all the chairs collapse. <laughs> like you definitely have, always have a lot of firebenders in the house. For fire sure. Nation rolls
2: deep for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and Fire Nation are big supporters of the arts, you know. So, big uh, <laughs> uh, <Our> Nation. Nation, <laughs> support
1: of the arts, <laughs> oh, Daniel. No.
0: Exactly. That slogan is already making its way around the internet. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, we could talk to you forever. This is so much fun. Like I could seriously sit on Discord and just like go through episode by episode and then be like, "Oh, it's four in the morning. What happened? <laughs> this is not good. <gasps> and
1: so I inspiring. cannot wait for more of your guys's content to just go past my for you page on TikTok and see all the great things you guys are going to be creating in the future.
0: Yeah, for sure, Aww. for sure. And uh, outside of the Avatarverse, that's a whole other conversation is all the other stuff you guys work on and and put out there. But we'll have to just do a side
2: project podcast
0: because <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful.
2: Yeah, we, I was like, oh, we, we'll start our own so podcast great. and bring you guys on as guests where we break down <laughs> right. uh, song moments from every episode. So basically just this podcast. Per episode, but just talking about musical theater.
0: (laughs) Ready, willing, and able. You make it a podcast, suddenly it makes sense to do with your time. And the same with TikTok. It's like, it wouldn't have made sense for me to do just like, I mean, maybe it would have, but if it was just me and my mirror, that's one thing. But like now (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm a content creator. It's perfect. So I'm in. I believe in it. And I'm in. Um, Thank you so much for spending a little time with us and inspiring us. Thank you guys so much. I don't, we've never had a conversation quite like this on the podcast before. And that's saying a lot, considering that we're, you know, in the 60s of number of episodes you know, this was a really unique and wonderful and really exciting way of like going inside the avatar verse like through a different lens. So it's been
1: so much fun.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Where can people find you?
1: Please tell everybody where we can find you guys on all your social medias. Yeah. Catherine, you take it. Okay.
3: Um, you can find me at Lynn Rose on, oh, let's see, TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music,
0: all those fun apps <laughs> yeah fantastic katherine dotlin rose
2: and uh and you can find me at daniel j Merchleft. it's a long last name but mer will normally get you there on uh on tiktok instagram uh twitter spotify uh, YouTube you know all, all those places and and truly thank you again like this show has meant so much to me in my life and I just so appreciate you both having me and knowing how much like both of your voices have affected me through since I was Ang's age and now I'm an old man ah thank you so I much I know
0: that makes our hearts sing yeah I'm still like this is not real I'm like hearing Dante's voice I'm like <laughs> hello Let's, we'll end the podcast like you're dreaming Catherine wake up wake up Catherine ah! wake up <laughs> I don't want to wake up. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Yay! Thanks for listening to Avatar Brave the Elements. And make sure to subscribe and please leave us a review. It really helps the podcast so much. And me and Janet really appreciate it. Next week, we'll be recapping The Desert with friend of the pod and brilliant actor... Jason Mazoukas.
0: You can follow me on social media at the JV Club on Instagram and at Janet Varney on Twitter.
1: And I'm at Dante Bosco on both of those.
0: We'll see you next Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.